As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you guys for listening to BSM with BK. I am BK, your host that doesn't have most of anything right now. It's uh, it's boring out here. But, uh, you know, I've been uh, doing some more shows, and I appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, i got a good list of people coming up that we're going to have on. Got some musicians, got some just friends. We have some, some other people in the brewing industry around the area, um, and some people in North Carolina as well. Um, we're talking to a malting company coming up pretty soon, so super excited about that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get on that kind of that board of things as well. But today I have, um, a local homebrew owner, uh, online homebrew owner for, uh, brew SRQ. His name is JW. Um, want to welcome to the show. JW, thanks for being on the show today, man. Oh, Hey BK. Thanks for having me on, man. Pleasure. Absol- absolutely, man. No, it's, uh, I know we've been talking about getting together and, and talking and, and doing this for a while. We just haven't had the chance. And obviously, with a little downtime on probably both of our ends, as much as possible anyways, um, we try to find time to, to fill. So here we go. Oh Yeah, man. Well, I, I suppose we're, uh, uh, I think we have surprised a pretty good excuses for not being able to make this happen a little bit sooner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything going on, Family man. issues and everything else going on. <laughs> so um, for sure. But I appreciate you being on and, uh, you are number two on the, on the new platform of being able to, to do these phone calls and stuff. So I appreciate you, uh, you willing to jump in with me on this. Absolutely. Man. But, absolutely. Always right. happy to down to talk homebrew. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, so first, before we get into, um, brew SRQ, let's, uh, talk a little bit about you, you know, what's your backstory? How'd you get into the brewing scene? Well, started many years ago i was born no, i was kidding uh homebrewing um well i mean i yeah i really fell in love uh with beer in college i guess like a lot of people um uh, certainly had had plenty of domestic you know like fizzy yellow stuff um and then one day somebody introduced me to newcastle brown ale and i had a revelation i'm like god beer can taste like this this is incredible so I launched on this whole journey, um, craft brewing. This was you know, in the uh, late nineties. So uh, you know, uh, craft beer was was not quite like it is now, uh, but there were definitely some regional and smaller microbreweries coming on the scene, and uh, got to explore a few of those. Of course, you know, green green label, um, 
Sierra Nevada was a game changer, I think, for me and a lot of, got a lot of people. Uh, and I decided that I wanted to brew. So, uh, so I got my, my enameled pot and some extracts and a kit from the homebrew shop uh, and uh, set up about some really terrible beer for about uh, 18 months or uh, soul shy two years. But a couple good ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, man, then life happened and, you know, graduated and careers and busy and all this and ended up taking about 15 years off from homebrewing and then uh, got back into it and fell in love and got really tired of driving to Tampa and St. Pete all the time for, for ingredients and order stuff is I said, ah, heck, we had a internet-based business already uh, that we've been running for a few years successfully. And said, well, we just had another website and, um, you know, made it all about home brewing and, and we could, we could do everything here. And, um, that was well-received. So we launched and, you know, just about 18 months later now, gosh, it goes fast. Um, here we are and we are busier than we've ever been. And, and, we're just really stoked to be a part of this whole community. It's been amazing and everybody's brewing great beer and uh, just, just happy to be a part of it. So yeah, I will that's, say that that's my one minute. Yeah, absolutely. Watching the uh, and being a part of the, the homebrew scene over the recent years has been awesome because as these other microbreweries have, have shown up, you know, people that might have never even thought about brewing go to these places and check it out. Next thing you know, they're like, you know what? You can do this at home. And it's, you know, it's, after the initial initial investment ingredients at the most, for the most part are pretty cheap, you know, so, but it is, where can I get them and where can I get them locally? So especially down with like all those hams guys and stuff, I'm sure uh, the, the homebrewers association down there in Manatee and Sarasota is, is keeping you busy alone as well as other people actually coming to you because it might be closer than going to Tampa or, you know, or somewhere else. Oh, absolutely. You know, and it was like, I, I joined the, the club uh, about nine months before we really even thought about bringing this online it was just kicking around the idea and, and uh you know there's a lot of coordination and people making trips up and you know, hey you need some yeast i'm going up to southern today or going to Abbott or wherever or bootleggers and there was a lot of that and um you know, it's a great club so glad to be a part of them and, and they were really the the catalyst that launched this because without their support this would never have happened so yeah big shout out to hams uh, a lot of great brewers in there good friends uh, great people uh, who i've missed we don't get to see now uh, with the distancing and everything but uh but uh, yeah yeah it was it was, it was, it was great to have the support and, uh, you know, really stoked to, to be able to bring all these great new ingredients, uh, and techniques and equipment and all this stuff. Oh, you're still there. You broke up yeah. on me a little bit, buddy. So, uh, oh, that, that, can you hear me? My yeah, back. yeah, yeah. No, you just broke up for a second there. Um, so yeah, no, that's oh. that's awesome that you you have so much support from these guys. You know, there's then every day there's a new one. You know, so I'm lucky mm-hmm. enough to live you know close to to Avid here in St. Pete. Um, so when I need stuff quick, it goes that way. But now you know I usually order bulk these days and uh, I pick it up <laughs> you know at the Friends Brewery at, at Brew Life or something like that from those guys. Um, but yeah, you know, I uh, plan on using you definitely for yeast and stuff in the near future. We've been talking about doing some fun stuff, so we will be uh, ordering some stuff online. And that's that's one thing I like about uh, your setup is the fact that it is online. So you know, we can peruse and see what you got, and you know, it, maybe there's something that you have that they don't have up here close by. So you know, I have no problem you know ordering it from from your side and, and supporting local. You know. Oh yeah. Look, I, I'd say to be the first person to tell you, if you got a local homebrew shop, support them, go buy your stuff, everything you, you possibly can from them. Cause they need your support in this time. 
uh, for sure. Uh, but, you know, for everybody else maybe who doesn't have one that's close by or, or you know, we've had a lot of shops close recently, uh, you know, we can, we're happy to serve. We're happy to, uh, to do whatever we can to keep you brewing. And, and uh, you know, nice thing about where we're located is we think pretty much overnight with ground uh, throughout the state, which is great because it's, you know, cheap uh, to ship ground and uh, you can get your liquid yeast and everything in good shape uh, to you and not have to worry about it sitting on a hot truck for days and days and days coming. So we like that a lot. And that's why we really restrict our, you know, we're Florida's homebrew shop. That's the way we look at it. Yeah, so that's awesome. You we don't ship anywhere else. I'm sorry. A day to get to it at the most, you know, which is, yeah, uh, which yeah. is really cool. Um, so what are, I mean, you said, you know, obviously you guys do ingredients and stuff and you, some, some equipment, um, is there certain brands that you like to carry or do you kind of just work with everybody? You know, if somebody wants something, you kind of help them order it or something. Well, you know, we're, we're pretty, we're still a pretty small shop. Uh, and I don't have a ton of room for a lot of equipment. Uh, so we, we tend to stick to kind of the, I don't know, I guess the bigger guys in the game. Um, you know, we're a dealer for Blickman, Anvil, Grainfather, um, Mash and Boil, um, you know, we carry, gosh, we carry a lot of different brands. Um, we can get just about anything, but those are the ones we tend to stock. Um, we have a couple of units in here and there and, and can get anything on a special order pretty much. Yeah. But uh, really where our focus is, you know, equipment is, is great. And we, we, you know, we love, we love gadgets and toys, but I always felt like the, the real magic was in the selection of ingredients. And, uh, so we, we strive to really have a super diverse, range of malts and hops and then uh you know yeast coming from uh right now we're working with imperial yeast and omega uh, who's coming back by the way they announced they're opening back up next month so oh, that's good to hear yeah yeah man so good uh and their, their stuff is great i mean we, we we know nothing against uh you know the other guys uh, we just found that these yeast perform the best and our customers you know voted with their dollars and said hey these are the ones we want so those are the ones we those are the ones we bring in and I tell you, man, we're making killer beer. So, well, that's that's great, man. That's you know, that's it's cool that these guys have you know maybe they were using one of the other guys and you didn't have it, but they were like, you know what, maybe I'll try this because it's comparable and they enjoyed it and the flavors came out what they wanted to be, you know, and it's it put makes everybody happy at the end of the day. Oh, all right, man. Hey, you're in it to make the best beer you possibly can. You know, that's what makes you feel good. Uh, that's the reason you do it. You know, there's nothing like you know you you can everybody's always their hardest critic, right? But when you make a beer and you're like, man, this is a good beer. And then you, you know, when, when we could give it to our friends and we could see them, uh, you know, you share a beer with them and they have, and they're like, damn, this is a great beer. <laughs> and then, you know, you, the top of the pyramid, right. You know, that self-actualization have that moment. And, uh, and that, that endorphin release and the whole reason we create, um, uh, to share with our friends and, and spread happiness and, uh, you know, beer's happiness. Absolutely. Delicious beer is happiness. So <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's what we want to do, man. We help everybody make their best. Yeah. And it's funny you said that like Sierra was one of those game changers for you, Sierra Nevada. I remember uh, working at some of the bars I worked at whatnot. We'd, we'd have limited quote unquote, uh, you know, craft beer at the time. And uh, I think we had um, the last bar I was really working full time at. Um, I think we had a beta purple haze and, you mm. know, obviously Guinness was on there. Um, which, you know, it's hard to call them a craft beer, but at the time, you know, people weren't super into it and, uh, in Sierra Nevada and we had the pale ale. And the first time I had one of those, I'm like, all right, this is what I'm drinking now. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man. That's what it's, that's what it was like. 
Exactly. And I mean, obviously we always had like Sam Adams and stuff like that too, but just didn't grab me as, as much as that first pale ale I had from, uh, from Sierra for sure. Um, what was, I mean, is there any other specialty items that you guys sell besides like brewing stuff? Um, you know, that somebody could order from you? Uh, well, we, we, you know, we, we stick mainly to what we know and right now that's beer. Uh, so, you know, anything you need from grain to glass extracts, all that, we, we, we've got that covered. We, we've started expanding into wine and wine kits, uh, cause we have, uh, we have a lot of local vintners, uh, who enjoy that. So we've, uh, we're trying, you know, I'm trying to learn not much of a wine guy myself, but uh, trying to learn as much as I can and, uh, bring that in. And then uh, eventually as things get settled down, um, uh, got a couple other hobbies I'm trying to roll in. Um, we do a lot of vegetable fermentation. Uh, we had, uh, kombucha, uh, sauerkraut, uh, you know, pickles, fermented hot sauces, things like that. So we're, we're trying to source some, some, uh, some good equipment for people to get in that. Cause that's super easy and really, really, really great it's uh, funny. This, this for people to do on their own. Absolutely. This is, this is starting to come up. I actually had, um, a little podcast with the ferment lady yesterday, uh, which will be airing pretty soon. And, uh, oh, yeah, nice. and she, uh, she's a good friend of mine. I've known her for a long time when, you know, we, I started, um, my, my company at the same time as she started hers and we both kind of helped push each other to go that, that distance and do these things on our own. And, you know, she taught me a lot about fermentation of foods and it's, I, you know, it's great to talk to her yesterday and see how it's come full circus or first full circus, full circle. Um, you know, I'm, I do kimchi. We just did some, uh, jalapeno garlic dill pickles, um, you know, mm. we're all, we got all kinds of different kombucha going at all times. We're taking our beer wort and throwing scobies in it just to see how it turns out. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's, I'll tell you what, our tart cherry Berliner beer, you put a, you put a scoby in that before. Oh my, it is amazing. <laughs> I think it was actually probably Dude, better than I, the beer. So you know. I'm here for it. I, I'm, I'm ready. I, I, I've got, I'm a big baker too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I love to do sourdough because everybody, if you love baking, you should do sourdough. It's much simpler than you think it is in your head. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to make a beer and I'm just going to throw some starter in there and see, see how you, it ferments. You're, you're talking my you language know? right now. I was actually talking, about, <laughs> talking to Krista yesterday, my wife, and was like, you know what? We should, uh, we should make a sourdough starter. And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, we're going to be like homesteaders. You know, we started growing a lot of, a lot of different stuff around the house and, we're talking about getting some chickens and stuff like that just to, to raise in the backyard. And she's like, we're going to, we're going to have a farm one day. I, I have this feeling. And I'm like, all right, that's in no better place to, in time to start than now. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, being the absolutely and how, you know, nutritional and stuff, the fermented foods are for you. People don't realize that it's, it's really good gut health. So, you know, you, as, as Jillian says, love your guts. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, that's you. She's absolutely right. It's your immune system. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, yeah, but that that that's big. And then, uh, and then, and then, spoiler alert: we were supposed to be going out to Portland here in a couple of weeks um, for the especially coffee association show. We're eventually going to be bringing coffee roasting, home roasting supplies, and green beans in. So, oh, that would be for awesome. all the hobbyist coffee roasters. Man, it's a great hobby. If you love coffee. It's actually hobby money. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I would definitely be interested in checking that out. So hopefully you can uh, yeah. get that all hooked up, and uh, I definitely would uh, come down and, and do that with you and give it a give it a shot myself. We uh, 
that my wife drinks a ton of coffee. I drink some here and there, but um, she she drinks it every day. So you know, we could give her another hobby. She loves doing little stuff like that. So um, you know, I'm something that's definitely and probably going to be in our future. Then if you make it happen, oh yeah. It's also somewhat you no, way no. there, and then that last twenty percent is where the mastery comes in. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but it, but it does save you money, and, and you have a lot of options, and and uh, nothing's better than fresh coffee. Heck, I just roasted uh, about a pound in you know thirty minutes before we took this call, and you know tested a cup already. Perfect. Because I was out of coffee. Straight <laughs> from the roaster. I, we used yeah. to have a little coffee uh, shop where I grew up, and it was uh, it was called Java Roasters actually, and uh, they had you know the big roasting machine in the in the in the store, and they would. You'd, go by there in the morning when they were roasting the coffee for the day. It was just like, Oh, this is awesome. And they, they, you know, they sold beans. They didn't sell any other equipment. They just sold, you know, the, the roasted beans in their special roast and whatnot, but it was, it was awesome. Oh yeah, man. It's uh, but it's like, it's two things I've always been drawn to, you know, coffee and beer. Well, and the hobbies that I keep coming back to all, all involved, uh, somehow I'll be coffee or, or other micro. <laughs> that's that's totally baking beer and coffee yeah that's that's it man that's all i need (laughs) so when you're not you know making coffee or or brewing or running the shop what else do you what are are you up to well i mean i'm a family man so i have two uh you know i've got two kids two boys uh 10 and uh, two and a half um my wife is home with them uh now at school being out so uh so i try to i try to spell her get home early and and spend some time with them and Give you know, her, the, the educational outdoor thing. <laughs> oh, trying to, man. But we've been so busy. Um, yeah, so, you know, I spend a lot of time with the, with, with the boys. And, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of lockdown activities, uh, board games, crafts. Um, they're helping me with the baking and the bread. Um, you know. Is that something that they're, they're interested in and in some of like the in making like, uh, you know, the fermented foods and, and bread and stuff? Well, uh, the bread for sure. Yeah. The fermented foods, eh, it's like, you know, they're not really into eating the fermented foods. Yeah. So, uh, it's hard for him to, you know, I mean, the baby wants to help you with everything. He, in time. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a great helper. He's a very aggressive helper. That's good. Uh, but, uh, the 10 year old is doing either. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, yeah, we're teaching all kinds of domestic skills <laughs> <laughs> right now. But it's, there's never been a better time. And well, uh, you know, uh, you get it past the time doing something. Might as well, might as well increase your skills, right? Yeah, absolutely. We absolutely. we do plenty of sitting around playing video games too and vegging out. So, oh yeah, not like it's yeah, go you, go you go got, all the time. You got to take a break, you know. <laughs> oh my god! You know, it's if, so crazy. If, if she's been working on school stuff with him all day, then you you know you go take over, and then you're getting off work for the you know for the time being, and you said, all right, let's play video games for an hour or two, and then uh, <laughs> go on with the rest of the day. I'm sure. That's it, man. That's Absolutely. it. Okay, so something that we started with my last podcast uh, that I just recorded. Um, so you're going to be number two on this one, um, but yours is going to air first. But So we're calling it five and five. It's five questions in five minutes. So I'll give you five random questions. Um, some are deeper than others. Some are just lighthearted fun. Um, and uh, you got five minutes to answer all five questions. So you, you down to play? Uh, is there a prize? Uh, you can have my gratitude for, for being on the show. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So 
Five and five. Question number one. What would you say is the weirdest thing about you? The weirdest thing about me? Yeah. Holy crap. Man, that's a... <laughs> it's a thinker. We only have five minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. Um, if you spend any good amount of time with me, it might be apparent, but... Um, I know. It's just like... Uh, like if there's a mainstream thing, I guess I, like I'm not like, against it, but my lifestyle has diverged greatly from the standard American uh, way of going. So you know we're uh, uh, atheist vegans. So I don't know if that makes a difference. Is that yeah. weird? Is that weird or is that not weird? I mean, it's you see it a lot nowadays. But yeah, I could see how somebody could consider that weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but being is how busy we are. Um, and how worn out I am at the end of the day, it doesn't leave me a lot of time to really delve into the depths of my weirdness. So it has to kind of be like an everyday repeatable weirdness. <laughs> and that's kind of where we're at right now. That, that's kind of where yeah, we're at. Everything, so. everything sorry, sorry. That's, that's sorry. That's not exciting. And it's not really that we don't have it's, any tattoos. I don't have any, you know, cool stories. I've not, you know, I've never like, haven't followed you know, the, you haven't followed the trends in, you know, <laughs> in the history of everybody else is doing right now. So there's nothing wrong about I, that. Uh, awesome. Yeah, man. Awesome. I, I just, yeah, I've always just kind of marched to the beat of my own drum, I guess. Cool. All right, it's question number two on five and five. What is the biggest change you've ever made that made you most proud? The biggest change I ever made that made me most proud? Um, you know, it's probably, uh, actually, this one's, this one's easy. Um, I had a bit of an awakening and revelation at about 23 years old. Okay at that point had decided, you know, you kind of have a picture of your life, right? What you think, you know, with all the pressure you have from family and society, with all that coming up and you're going through and doing the college, you know, in, our, in my case, it was, you know, high school and the college, and then you're going to yeah. go obviously work for a company and retire, get the gold watch, all that. I was about 23 years old. I was like, man, you know, this is not who I am. And I Nope. I think I, I think I lost I have you. to know who I am. Oh, there you're back. Hello, hello. We're back. <laughs> Unfortunately, so uh, I don't know where we. No worries. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, I so at twenty three, I realized that the entire picture of my life, uh, you know, thought I was going to be pursuing, um, completely changed, and I started to, and that's when I started my deep dive, awesome, into myself and who I really was, like being honest with myself for the first time and in my life, and, and it took a few, it, it took a few years. Yeah, it takes a lot to do that, and it takes a lot to make that transition. Like you said, it took you a few years, so. That's an awesome answer. I'm so, yeah, I'm 100% authentic now. Perfect. Um, number three, <laughs> what food could you not live without? What food could I not live without? Bread. Bread? You could live without bread? bread? Boom. I could not live without bread. The guy that just made sourdough could live without bread. Love it. <laughs> oh, but the food I could live without? Yeah. Oh, could. I, think it's a, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't live without bread. Oh, I got bread. <laughs> uh, food I could live without? Oh, well, I mean, I already don't eat like most of what everybody else eats. So, uh, I mean, any animal product, that's easy. Um, but if I had to give a big vegan thing to, to, to stop eating, that would be uh, a kale. How about kale. that? That's, if that's I never ate another leaf of kale, I would be a happy man. It, you know, I, I, <laughs> I love kale, so I'm, I'm right there and, uh, yeah. I grow it and everything else. And, you know, looking back now, everybody's like, well, kale isn't, you know, isn't that new, but it is to everybody's, you know, health and everything. Oh. It's been around for years. 
and then when people find out that like the biggest purchaser of kale for years and years and years was like pizza hut and other salad bars that would wrap their salad bars in it like (laughs) they uh they go oh so that was actually edible stuff (laughs) yeah well you know i mean i'm not trying to diss on kale because i do eat a good portion of it but most time in fact i really don't enjoy it most of the time i just know it's really healthy um so i eat it um it's good that nitric oxide man from those dark leafy greens not only renews your epithelial cells in your uh, in your in your car, you know cardiovascular system, but it is it is uh, a deterrent to the uh, to to the coronavirus currently going around uh, to its replication. It, mm-hmm. it, it inhibits it. Yep, absolutely. You are leafy you are green. Correct. You are correct. All right. So, Kale, um, what song makes you unconditionally happy? You music guy, you know, is there a song that just every time you hear it makes you smile? Oh yeah, dude. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot, uh, but I have to say probably number one, like it comes on, it makes me happy. There's a few, I would say probably, uh, separate ways by that's right. Separate ways by journey, huh? It doesn't matter. I'm stopping the car. I'm listening to it. I'm going to stop whatever I'm doing. If I got to get out of the car, I'm not until that song's over. <laughs> just rock it out. So, that's just freaking, you know, it's, it's just, it's epic. It is, it is a, it is a fantastic song. It's, it's in one of my top favorite songs for well, especially for journey. Um, oh God. Yeah. Last question. What are a few things on your bucket list for the next year? Uh, Nope. I'm sorry, Nathan walked in. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was the question? The question was, no problem, uh, what are a few things on your bucket list in the next year? Bucket list in the next year? Holy crap. Um, have a beer with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's number one. Is that, does that seem extreme? Uh, man. Um, we like to travel a lot, um, and that's obviously changed quite a bit in our current uh, scenario. So if I had one thing that I would love to be able to do, be able to go up to the mountains. Um, I know you spend a lot of time out there in uh, Western North Carolina. Yes. And we, we do as well. We love it. So, uh, we're normally up there a couple times a year and, and it doesn't look all. Yeah. going to happen, but, uh, yeah, if we could make that happen, that'd be great. Um, and, uh, then I also go to trade show. Cancel. So if we, Oh, yeah, I lost you again. I'll play a base world up in New York oh, City. There we go. Oh, oh, you say oh, trade, oh. You're talking about trade shows? Yeah, I love, I love going to trade shows. Uh, I mean, Homebrew Con is amazing. Um, there's plant based world in New York City. It was supposed to happen in June. I don't think, that's, I don't think either of them are going to happen. Um, they had all those booked. And, and uh, so that, that would be great if they could, you know, we could get past. to do some of that stuff again, hit up, so hit up North Carolina. And, and, you know, crowds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully that'll all get back to a little more normalcy over, you know, even if they have to limit how many people can go, at least hopefully they'll be able to open up and start doing these things again. Um, so where can we find more about Brew SRQ? Any social media out there? Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, um, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ish on uh, Facebook as probably our most active, but, you know, I do post Instagram uh, as well. Um don't really do Twitter. And there's nothing wrong with not doing Twitter. I can promise you that. 
oh, so we're just going to stick to those. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you can follow us there at uh, Barrett's RQ. Just search it up. We'll pop up. Um, awesome. And, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't, you know, promise not to spam you with too many beer picks. But, <laughs> but you know, things may happen. I do you know, occasionally go live with brews, too, now that we're, we're locked down. Yeah, I so saw we may have another one awesome coming up. To, it was awesome to watch. I think that uh, maybe with our, our next one we might do the same thing. And uh, well, The production value is uh, – the production value is a little, little low, low budget. There's but, uh, nothing wrong with that. That's what makes it real. You, know, you just hit that live <laughs> button on the old phone and let it roll. It's, oh, uh, it's real, man. <laughs> yeah, it's real. In fact, actually, that beer is uh, that beer's going in the keg tomorrow. So we're gonna we're gonna find out how it is. And that uh, was an IPA. Yeah, it's an IPA. It's a nice. little uh, recipe we've second time I brewed. It came out very good the first time, so it didn't need much on the second go around and. Uh, we're gonna see how this one goes, and it should hit the side as a kit here in the next uh, couple of weeks. Once, once it's properly conditioned, and you know, I give it the, the go ahead. Absolutely fantastic, man. Well, you know, I I hope to get a taste of that sometime. If uh, as long as we can get together and have a beer, it'd be great to have a beer because it's been a while for for both of yep. us. So, uh, yeah, let's have a brew day. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have a brew day, and maybe we'll uh, we'll be able to swap some fermented foods too. Maybe we'll get a couple people together, and if anybody else ferments foods out there, we can have a little share and share and pair. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, a little share and pair. <laughs> I'm, that's that's so, I'm coining yeah. that one right there. Share and pair. Everybody brings stuff. Share, to share. I like it. It's a, it's a message to everybody. You got to make sure you tell everybody stay home, stay home, so we can knock this thing out, so we can make this happen faster. Absolutely. So we can all brew. And, absolutely for sure and that's my biggest thing is don't be an idiot you know mind the protocols and and do what you can to stay home so absolutely yeah stay home stay safe wash your hands you know wear your masks (laughs) for sure jw thank you so much for being on the show dad man uh appreciate it and hopefully you stay healthy stay well and be good to everybody out there yeah we will man and if anybody needs anything just you know whatever want chat hit me up we're here. It's all this together, and uh, we'll get through it together. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it again. Thanks, man. And we will get through it together. Uh, definitely, guys, go check out Brew SRQ. Order all your specialty grains, yeast, all that stuff. They got it for you. And uh, hopefully more stuff like roasting coffee in your future, too. Um, so thank you, man. <laughs> yeah. appreciate it. And uh, we will talk to you soon, man. Thank you, BK. All right. Cheers, Cheers man. brother. Well, there you have it, guys. That was JW from Brew SRQ down in Sarasota. Um, support local, man. Support your local homebrewers, as he said. It's it's a wonderful thing. Um, you can always tune in, catch me in uh, on on the social media at BSN Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at BSN with BK on Twitter. Uh, you can always get the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a few other platforms out there. I'm going to leave you today with an old Alpha Strike song from the old glory days of my rock and roll. Uh, called Miles Away. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for coming and hanging out today and listen. Uh, Have a great one. Cheers.
Bye, Felicia. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.